Hey, welcome back to the Invest Podcast. This is Brian, and with me today is the very special guest who, if you read the title of the episode, you know. Matt Mitchell. Matt Mitchell, comic book designer, uh, all-around great guy extraordinaire, uh, is stepping in today to help since Daryl um, is having a, a crisis of hypocrisy and went to Disney World. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> anyway. Um, but hey, thank you for, for stepping in at the last minute. Appreciate it. Always good to have you back. Oh, no problem. So, um, you know, if you guys have, I'm sure you guys have seen pictures because they're posted, but I've got some of Matt's artwork in my office. It's amazing. He is great. Um, he's not directly on front of the microphone right now. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so we today are going to do something special um, because Matt, like myself, is a gigantic comic book nerd. And while I've gotten Daryl hooked on Pops and Star Wars toys, uh, specifically Black Series, I haven't gotten him quite down the rabbit hole of comics yet. So Matt and I are going to do the comics that made us, um, <laughs> which, you know, uh, we've each picked like, I don't know, how many did you pick? I didn't. I think I have 10. List. So he has 10. I have like eight or nine. Um, of just comics that stuck with us growing up that kind of made us like the things that we like. Um, mine's kind of a, a nice little like winding road of how my tastes had changed over the years, uh, which I, I thought was a, a really good way to do that. I don't know. Um, but first, uh, because since we're not going to do news bites or anything else today, we are going to talk about our, uh, our favorite uh, Gina Carano. Uh, you guys know Daryl loves Gina. I love Gina. Matt actually knows Gina, right? Yeah. Because uh, Matt was at one point a world class judo uh, practitioner, which is amazing. It's hard to believe. So. <laughs> you you know you were like an Olympic judo level, and I was like I was a green belt, and I felt good about myself. But you wiped the floor with me, so. Yeah, but I mean. I did it every day for five oh, years. Oh, absolutely. Like, Plus, you've got that lower center of gravity than I do. <laughs> much so lower. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, not that much lower. But anyway, it's uh, – so you have – you've you've met you've met her yep. you, like through through your martial arts practice and everything like that. So you definitely have like some insight into, you know, who she is and, and you know, the kind of person she is. So I feel like we can talk, you know, about it. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, I'm just going to say we're not going to get into like who's uh, political views or candidates or anything like that. Right. We're just going to talk about the uh, just the whole the whole thing about Gina and, and you know, why she like, you know, why she shouldn't have been canceled. Right. Right. Um. So I think a lot of people did a whole lot of clutching of pearls when it came oh, yeah. to. So yeah. the thing she tweeted wasn't even like, you know, they're like, oh, she's she's mocking Jews. And, and she's like, she's not. She was she was actually talking about there's something that ha happened in history and it's starting to happen here. And it's not to the point where it's violent, although, you know, you can say it probably has been on both sides. And. You know, but but there there is there is a you know there there's a, a gigantic divide, and and she's become very divisive since she was a part of the Mandalorian cast, and I think it's it's one she thinks she's funny. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, sometimes she is. Yeah, she is. Um, sometimes. I always think it's funny, but, you know, not yeah. everybody has my sense of humor. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, what did you think of the news when, when you heard that she was she was fired? I was shocked. Well, first of all, I, I, I saw the article. I'm reading it, and the way they're describing her isn't her at all. Yeah. I, it, nothing even close to the way, you know, at least when I knew her, that, that she's ever been. Her big thing has always been she doesn't like bullies. Yeah, and, and she's been bullied mercilessly. She has, and and I think, you know, she's uh, a lot has been taken way out of context, and she's a. <clears throat> and the harder you push her, the the more she'll push back. Yeah. I mean, and and I think that's you know any m- most fighters that's their mentality is you know, I'm not you know if you start pushing on me, I'm gonna push back harder, and it's you know right, and. I think she, uh, and, and, and the thing is, nothing that what she said, I don't think, looking at it, if you remove yourself completely uh, emotionally from it, right. and you look at it, it's it's nothing that's <clears throat> that takes either side necessarily politically. Right. It, it's, it's just saying, hey, I don't like to be pushed or made to do something that I don't want to do. I think there's been a lot of like assumptions made about who she is politically and what she believes yes. in. Um, and I think a lot of things have, like like we said, been been taken out of context yeah. and, and whatnot. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know exactly what uh what to think about all of it. Right. And well, you know, and part of it also is sometimes she'll she'll post things and kind of and leaving it open for interpretation, and that's <laughs> like dangerous. Maybe it's meant to be tongue in cheek, but it's yeah. not. And yeah, no, you're right. I, and I think that's where like some of this runs into. Um, I know the big thing was like, uh, <laughs> so in this article from Deadline, it, it says she she Carano pre- previously stirred up the dust on social media with comments about mask wearing and voter fraud. Now, if you've listened to any interview about her, she is an ardent mask wearer. Yeah. Like she yeah. talks about being a germaphobe. Right. Um, and then it says here in November, she made fun, fun of those using preferred pronouns on social media by listing beep bop boop in her Twitter bio. Now, here's the thing. She did not make fun of people. People were coming after. Why don't you have? Why don't you have? Why don't you have? Right. And you know what? So she said, fine. And she thought she was being funny. And she did beep bop boop. Yeah. OK. Now, does that make her transphobic? Absolutely not. No. I, now, I does that does that like butt hurt some people? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I just think it's really weird. Now, I don't know how you feel about the Cara Dune character. I love Cara Dune. Oh yeah. Like she's actually my favorite character. Like I was yep. showing you like all my Cara Dune like figures and stuff, which man, that's like better than Bitcoin right now. Yeah. Cara Dune figures. No like, they they were like blowing up on eBay today. Yeah. It's like, you know, I have like four of those still in box. <laughs> never never ever never yeah um, but uh well and like, the thing is she's very she's one of those people that she is nice to everybody at least from from what i've i've seen from her uh she was nice to everybody unless uh i mean obviously she's a fighter but she's not she's never aggressive towards people she's very sweet to people even yeah. interacting online if you're nice to her she'll she'll 
yeah. interact with you. Uh, and she's you, very nice. You know who Drunk 3PO is, Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, she just, like, <laughs> called him up out of the blue and said, hey, I want I want you to interview me. Yeah. Right? That's what that was. That was her, like, she could have picked, like, Star Wars Theory or Geeks and Gamers or, like, one of the bigger shows, Um, you know, Source Explained, whatever. Yep. And she said, you know, I'm going to go with the, the guy because I really like Drunk 3PO. I think he's, yeah. he's hilarious. He is he's, funny. He's really cool. Um, and, you know, so she did that. Now they're like best friends, apparently. <laughs> uh, but the, the 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 sad thing was is when the news came out, like he Drunk 3PO was doing another charity live stream where mm-hmm. they were making, they made like $35,000, yeah. $36,000 for his charity. Um, and the news broke and he wanted to stop like right away and like, Everybody on the live stream is like, they, it turned into a great conversation about yeah. about it. Um, the shitty thing, though, is like her representation and her PR dropped her. Now, yeah. here's my question. Why didn't she drop her PR? Because where is her PR people like coaching her on this stuff? Right. So, um, you know, I, I, as, as much as like I enjoy the, the, the tweets from time to time and, and everything like that, like she's one of those people on my list to put down the phone. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, some of it she has to take responsibility for herself because you know she was warned yeah from what i've heard i don't know if that's so, true or not yeah. but it sounds like she was warned and i don't know it, you know if you're gonna push the buttons it's gonna you know it, yeah. they're gonna cut you off so right and i, I like i don't want to get into the what about isms or anything like no that. but you know that being said pedro pascal tweeted something much more salacious in the vein of calling people nazis and comparing america to nazi germany and that dude still has a job yeah so yeah uh i don't know i mean you saw the news that he got the last of us he's gonna play joel yeah did you play those games no so i have the first one yeah i hate it <laughs> I, like I, like all everybody loves it and like that's fine i hate it i i don't I, I don't know i just never got into it i tried like, I even got the remastered version for the PS4 when I got the PS4. And it's like, well, maybe it'll look better. I'll like it. No, I, I hate that game. And so I never got The Last of Us 2. So I know there was controversy around that. But that's not <laughs> for me because I, I don't know. Right. Um, But uh, everyone's like, well, what does this mean for The Mandalorian? It's like, well, he just does the voice. Right, right. He's on set maybe like 10 days out of the entire shooting schedule. Right. You know? And, and that was... That was probably up from the three days from the first season because he wanted to have his, his lumpy face shown more. Um, God, it's like he was like not lumpy at all on Game of Thrones. And like it's like, do you have the mumps? Like what is going on with your face, dude? <laughs> um, you know, I, but, you know, he he like he got away with a ton of stuff. And I was yeah. joking around earlier. It's like, well, that's his male privilege right there. <laughs> so which I don't believe. But at, at the same time, I do think. uh Disney Disney has a really bad track record. Disney Lucasfilm slash, you know, has a lot of has a really bad track record right now of of having people who are really really bad at social media. Um, you've got Pablo Hidalgo, you've got the lady doing the um, the High Republic, you've got Pablo or Pedro. Um, you know, you you've got Jack um, Morrissey, right? You know, the guy who's yep. like put the Maggie kids <clears throat> in a wood chipper. Yeah. You know? Um, you've, you've got Claudia Gray doing her thing. The, one of the new high Republic writers who was like, you know, if you don't like my politics, don't buy the book or just telling people flat out, don't buy the book. Right. You know, right. it's like, um, you guys need to get this stuff in order. Like, yeah, the, the, the star Wars franchise is, is hanging by a thread. Um, 
I love Star Wars. Oh, I do too. I mean, as yeah. you can tell by looking yep. around. Actually, I did a video the other day. I should like put it online so people can see the the revamped Nerd In Studio. Yeah, it's um, amazing in here. But uh, well, you made uh, some cool graphics for me, which I'm going to turn one oh, of those yeah. into a sign. Yep. I'm not going to tell you which one until okay. you see it. Um, but I do need high res PNGs of all. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, but you know, and, and so like seeing all of this just like breaks my heart. Yeah. And, and, you know, like there's good movies, there's bad movies, you know, it, it, it's just the way it is. Um, I am not a, a total hater of the sequel trilogy. Like I love the force awakens. Right. Um, I actually like Ray. I think Ray had the uh, potential yeah, to be too. a great character. I just don't think they did enough with her. Right. Um, and I'm not like, you know, I, I the people who call her Mary Sue drives me like yeah. She lived on yeah. a scavenger planet by herself. <laughs> she learned how to fight. She fought all the time. So, uh, that's all she did. Like, right. So, is it a staff versus a, a laser sword? Like, right. It doesn't matter. She knows how to fight. She right. can take care of herself. Um, and Kylo was hurt. He couldn't use the Force. You know, he was using the yeah. Force to stay alive. Right. Right. He got shot with that. Bow. He took a bow caster shot to the hip. Yeah. And stood there like he no sold it. Yeah. And those guys that. That Chewie shot before that went flying. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, the whole thing. So, here's, here's the thing. So, she's dropped by her representation. She's kicked off of the show. You know, the um, there's all sorts of rumors flying around. Like, sh- they were going to wait till after the investor day call to fire her um, because, you know, they wouldn't want people. And the stock is tanking right now. The Disney yeah. stock has gone, like, down, like, noticeable percentage points. Um, and then there was a rumor that somebody leaked it that that she was fired, so they had to do it before the investor call. And now there's rumors that like because the toys are like going through the roof and the stock price is going down, and something like two hundred thousand people yep. canceled Disney Plus, um, which I tried to do, but the two Disney freaks in my house would not let me do it. <laughs> Just a heads up there. I did cancel Netflix recently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I never use it. Like after yeah. Cobra Kai, like after I watched Cobra Kai through twice, it's like, mm, like yep. When when Umbrella Academy comes back, I'll, I'll get it for a month. I'll watch Umbrella Academy and then cancel. That's not a bad idea. So, um, I, th- I feel like that's going to be my relationship with Netflix. Um, and it's not because of like, you know, like a lot of people cancel because like Cuties thing. Oh um, yeah, I heard about. But that. like, yeah. I just cancel because I don't use it. Yep. So. Right. Um, although I think if I do like do like a month at a time here and there yeah i'm totally gonna upgrade to the 4k version <laughs> so um but no so like she's dropped by her 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 representation she's dropped by you know her pr people i, I haven't seen any comments from anybody yet like of support or like to tell her to go f herself or anything right it's just right. like this weird like shunning that's happening yeah and you know uh, my, my, my favorite thing is the revision, revisionist history, though, where people are like, oh, well, she's just a side character. Right. They're going to have a spinoff with yeah. her, isn't she, it? She's, she's arguably more popular than the, the Mandalorian himself. Yeah. Who, in <clears throat> my, like, the Mandalorian is my least favorite character. Yeah. Um, my, my, in, in order, my favorite characters go the Armorer, Cara Dune, Grief Karga, yep. Grogu. Yeah. So, you know, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's up there for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, I don't, I, I don't know. And then, 
you know, like, so there's rumors like, well, no, they're going to, they'll, they'll bring her, they have to bring her back because of the backlash. It's like, right. Disney doesn't like count out to, to bullies either. And, you know, unless it's James Gunn, they did bring James Gunn back. Well, here's the thing is you are allowed to joke about rape and pedophile pedophilia. Yeah. But you're not allowed to be perceived as a conservative. Right. That that's the that's that's the narrative that is out there right now. See, and I, I don't understand their their theory and in, in, in a lot of this because either way you go, whether you, you know, fired uh, Pascal for what he says or I don't think he should be fired. No, I don't either. So. I don't think I don't think anybody should be fired. I think that that's outside their office, and I understand it creates PR issues for them. But you're alienating one whole half of right. your audience so. immediately, and, and probably more with with right with. Gina, you know, a strong woman, female character yeah. who, you know, crossed lots of boundaries. Um, I will say the James Gunn thing. I supported James Gunn. I yep. still support James I, Gunn. Same here. I, I think it, it's it's shitty that they went back 10 years and found tweets yeah. that he made that they already knew about that he'd apologized for right. before the first Guardians movie even came out. Um, the same thing with the guy that played Elongated Man on The Flash. They went yep. back and found things. Like, I don't think any of these people should be canceled. No. Maybe you don't hire the person. Right. But that's different. You're well, not canceling yeah. them. You're not trying to ruin their life. You're not hiring them and then turning around and be like, oh, no, you got to go. Yeah. Well, you. why didn't you have an intern go in and vet all of this stuff? Right, and, right. You know, but again, like, I, I do I do put some of this squarely on Gina's yep. very strong shoulders. <clears throat> yep. Um, but there's good news. So she has, uh, she's inked in a deal with the Daily Wire. Oh yeah. Um, so she's going to produce and star in an upcoming film, uh, and I guess right now, if you use, I just pulled the Daily Wire up. If you use the code Gina, you get twenty five percent off at the Daily Wire. If you're interested in that, uh, Daryl and I watched their um, Run Hide Fight. Oh yeah. Um, little like Die Hard in a school school yep. shooter. It's actually really good. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, it had a the character Tristan who was like the the bad the bad but not I, I use air quotes but no he was the bad guy is definitely going to play the Joker at some point in his career and be perfect yeah. at it. Um, but, but yeah, so it, it, it's just really weird. And I don't know, I don't know if I like this move for her. Yeah. Now, I understand like having like whatever cultural type of thing you want, like right. having, having movies and, and things like that, that aren't woke or, you know, virtue signaling or, or pushing like right. one thing or another that might be something that people want i just want good stories right that's just it if, if it fits um, the story then yeah and so i like i said so i i don't know what what i do know is uh it's good that she found something quickly i i think um i i think it's good i, I do think it's good that the daily wire is doing what they're doing yes because we have to have the ability for everybody to watch everything and see everything and understand points of view. Right. Right. Um, and, and to have conversation about that. And, right. You know, uh, Twitter is not the place for that. No, I, I got rid of Twitter. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the accounts still exist and I automate like the podcast tweets and stuff like yeah. that, but I haven't opened Twitter in weeks. Yeah, I'm not in there very so often. I got. Either. I deleted it off my phone. I deleted it off the tablet. I just, you know. And and to be honest, I mean, if well, let's face it, if if it were, you know, my my political beliefs are so scattered on both sides. You know, I like things about you know everybody. So 
if if I were gonna judge my uh, viewing based off of right. political beliefs, I wouldn't watch anything <laughs> at yeah, all. Yeah. So like, I, I I feel like I always have to separate the art from the artist. Absolutely. Um, like like the Expanse, right? Or yep. Did you watch the end yet? No, not yet. Okay. <clears throat> so well, Ty Frank, Frantic, however you say it, yep. the the one half of James S. A. Corey. I, I really kind of just disliked the things he was tweeting. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's like you know what? I'm not gonna follow him. I'm going to enjoy his work for what it is. Yeah. Um, and I've had people like, well, have you watched like Wes's uh, podcast? I'm like, no, as much as I would love to watch Wes's podcast, Ty Frantic is the co-host. Yep. And I'm not going to do it because I want to enjoy what he puts out. Right. It doesn't mean I have to support everything he does. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, you know, and I think maybe the more people who think of it that way, like, <clears throat> but again, that's beside the point. Yep. So uh, before you came in, I was, I was like, listening to and reading about the Cara Dune toys though. Right. I have not heard about this the, yet. The Cara Dune toys are blowing up on eBay right oh now. Oh my gosh. So the, uh, the, the carbonized black series one right there. Yeah. Um, with the credit. Yeah. It's going for like $200. Oh, no way. It's a $19 toy. <laughs> it's like, damn, maybe I should sell one of them. Uh, the original Cara Dune black series back there is, you know, going for, for, you know, uh, like 150, the vintage series carbonized is going for fifty. That was a twelve dollar toy. Yeah, you know it's like this is crazy. And and then you know th- apparently Disney was surprised that people decided to cancel the service. Uh, really? So I don't know. You know I I did I, honestly I did go in and look at canceling it. And if I canceled it, like I'd still have it for a whole year because I just paid my yeah. year uh, subscription. Yeah. It's like, well that doesn't do anything. You know like right. what does that matter? Yeah and. And part of me feels like, well, I would just be doing the exact same thing that, you know, you're upset with other people for yeah. doing. <laughs> I mean, and, and here's the other thing, too, is if I'm even if I was going to cancel it, like and it ended, I wasn't I was going to wait until after WandaVision was over anyway. Right. Which did you got, watch WandaVision? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Um, I love that show. Yeah. When Daryl gets back, we're going to do a, a special episode. I didn't want to bore Matt with WandaVision this week. Oh, I love all so, that but. show. But you're going to come and do the season finale um, commentary with us, I think. Absolutely. I think that would be fun. Um, but, yeah, so they, they were super surprised, which is shocking to me. It's You would think they would know that, um, that, that kind of thing. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, James Gunn got rehired for, for much worse, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, it, it, I, I miss the days when you didn't know what other like I, I would love to have the day back when I like Luke Skywalker and I didn't think about Mark Hamill's right political beliefs because to me, th- there was no one named Mark Hamill in my life. It was just Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So and then the Joker, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, like people, people are like, you know, like, I guess Brandy. There was a she had some special message because she's doing something something about Cinderella and like people are like tweeting like at Disney tagging her like about all the stuff that Disney does wrong right and that doesn't help anything no. right no. that doesn't help Gina Carano that doesn't help you know anything because guess what Disney proved Gina Carano's point yeah when they fired yeah. her they one hundred percent did and then all these people who are bashing her prove their point her point by you know, piling on. Yeah. And, and at, at the end of the day, you know, I just want good stories and I, I want, I want to enjoy them. And, 
if you are a Trump person, I don't care. If you're a Biden person, I don't care. Right. If you if you don't vote, I don't care. Yeah. You know, um, but I will say I was looking at Pirates and Princesses and, and um, WW Pro was talking about. He said, don't be surprised if Robert Downey Jr. is no longer interested in playing Thrawn. Well, he shouldn't be interested in playing Thrawn because they already cast uh, Lars Mikkelsen to yeah. play Thrawn. It's like, well, you guys are supposed to be like the, <laughs> the literal pros. You have WDW Pro in your name. Like Robert Downey Jr. playing th- playing Thrawn would have been the worst casting choice. Oh yeah, in the history of bad casting choices. Yes, yeah. because um, he is not a duck on a pond at all. He cannot no. play that. It's just not. He's he's got no. too much too much tweaker left in him from yeah. his, his drug days um which is what made him such a great tony yep. stark being all twitchy um but yeah so so you know i i think there there's there's just so much going on and and you know it's really too bad and and seeing all these people have canceled their disney plus it's like great that i mean that's on you 100 percent, right like i don't think you're canceling it for the right reason um honestly i Again, if I didn't live with two Disney freaks, I would literally only have Disney Plus during The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, because there's not enough on there for me. Yeah. That's probably I, the streaming service I watch the most. Yeah. Yeah, I love I, – because I love animation. Yeah, but I own all of that. Yeah, I do too. But so, I, I sit there and I'll watch it. Like, I, I mean, like, I own all the Star Wars movies. I mean, I have the – I still have the – I have the Laserdisc rips of the theatrical yep. cuts. Which is awesome, right? I think I shared them with you. Yeah, I don't. Know, I share them with anybody who was like any. Any time yeah. I find someone who's a Star Wars fan, yeah. Like, well, let me share this and the uh, radio plays with you. Yep. So, yeah. If anybody wants the radio plays, just email me. Also, I'll share the link. Um, <laughs> it is that is by far my favorite Star Wars. Is the radio oh plays. yeah yeah. So I just because I remember listening to him as a kid. Yep. And, same and, here. You know all of that, and then like going back and watching the movies and be like, man, this, that, that would have been so much better if Biggs would have been in that scene. So, yep. but, um, so yeah, I think just kind of like, oh wow, almost right on. I said, I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. this for about a half hour. So I, you know, I think getting, getting back to the, just Gina, like, I, I hope she does well. I hope this, I mean, this obviously isn't, obviously isn't the last we're going to see of her, but like getting Cara Dune back, I think should be a priority for Disney. And, do not cast Lucy Lawless as Cara Dune. Do, <laughs> I saw D- that. Disney, do not. I, I don't even know how that would even make sense. So, the I liked her as Xena. Mm-hmm. I loved her in Spartacus. Yes. Loved her in Spartacus. Yep. She was nothing but a distraction in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, she, yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, you know, you're you're – you're the, the the big sci-fi name get that they got yeah. for the for the role and you're only here for a little bit and you 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 slow every scene down and Trisha Helfer had to like dumb down <laughs> what she was doing. Yeah, it felt she, I kind of felt like she mailed it in for that. Right. Too. That well I mean, that's what like, I'm saying. Like that's why you, Trisha Trisha Helfer yeah. like who was killing it at six had to be like Yep. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think like everything I've seen of Trisha Helfer, I imagine like she's just the sweetest person ever. Yeah. But like, I just imagine her sitting in her uh, her trailer, like talking to her agent. It's like they couldn't have found anybody else. They couldn't have found <laughs> someone who wanted to try. Yeah. So well, and, you know, and, and recasting Cara Dune is gonna be tough anyway because I don't think they should. No. But because the physicality of Gina Carano 
is you're not going to find that any even if you get somebody that had done like big time wrestling yeah another fighter it's not I or mean, another like, fighter yeah so, like because uh sasha banks right yeah as as one of the night owls um like she had physicality but it wasn't like a wrestler professional right. wrestler's physicality is not the same as no uh, a, a you know multi-time champion right you know, and, martial artist. You can definitely tell in fights. Uh because I mean she just flows like a fighter. Yeah. Like a trained fighter and looks like somebody that would have been in the military, special forces. Like water, if you will. Like water. Did exactly. You watch that? Yes. Oh, I love that. Um but yeah, so I you know, like I said, like I really want her to 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 come back. Um but here's my thought. Disney, if you're not gonna recast Black Panther with John David Washington Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, don't cast. Don't recast Carrie Dune. Just say yeah. say she's off on a mission and leave it at that. Right. So at least that way you leave the door open. Yeah. Yeah. So um, don't burn that bridge completely because, I, like I said, like Star Wars is, is hanging by a thread. Right. Um, there's a lot of people who have a lot of thoughts about Star Wars who don't buy anything Star Wars. They just like yeah. to get into the Twitter beef about it. And I'm <laughs> going to, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to put this PSA out there again. If you're on Twitter, delete it. Your life will be infinitely better. It's a cesspool of just opinions. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I stopped, I stopped actually tweeting like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Right. Like. Ironically, uh, the, the person I tweeted with the most was James Gunn. And he is he he and I we actually got in some good discussions and he yeah. he was it was always calm and he was he was nice about it. So and very respectful. And that then, you know, I could see that being useful for people. Yeah. But man, when people fly off the handle and it's like, yeah. no, you're wrong. Well, cuz people are always like, "Brian, you should just go on Twitter and find like guests for the show." I'm like, "I don't want people from Twitter." Yeah, that's just a lot I of just, anger. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I don't know. I'll, 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 like I have ways. I'll reach out to their their agent. I'll reach out to their press person. Like yeah. I, I, I have all that contact information. Like for whoever I want to get it for. Um, thank you, IMDb Pro. Uh, but <laughs> but you know, I mean, like, uh, yeah. I just don't like. I don't want to do that. Like, right. You know. Um, I you know I did it a couple times early on. And, yeah. And you know, I mean, it it was okay, but like. You know, you, you interview someone and then you see something they tweeted where you're like, oh, wow, I really, like, I'm glad I didn't interview yeah. that person. And like, do you really want to stir up that so, hornet's nest yeah. when you see something right. crazy come across? Like, so, and, you know, I mean, I've done a lot of, like, indie people. Right. Right. And, like, yeah. normal, actually, I find more of those people in Facebook groups than anything. So. Yep. Um, but, yeah. All right. Boom. 31 minutes. Um, nice job. <laughs> all right. So, uh, moving on. I'll say 3100. <laughs> um, so the comics that made us. Do you got your list? Yes. Okay. Let me get out my phone. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my web browser with my ninety thousand tabs. Um all right, so just kind of typical fashion one, then you know, we'll sure. just we'll volley it back and forth. And since you are the visitor, um you are the white chess piece. All right. Kick I am it the pawn. Off, I mean so Okay, my first one is Star Wars, the original. Uh, a new well, it wasn't even a New Hope. 
uh, when I got the yeah, comic book. It's just Star Wars. Yeah, it was just Star Wars, and it was that. Looking back, the art is yeah. absolutely terrible. Oh, it's horrible, right? Oh my gosh. So, so funny thing when people like ask me about Star Wars and like I, I list them off, I always refer to Star Wars as Star Wars. Yeah, and people are like, well, yeah, but which Star Wars? The Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, you know, like which one is that? I'm like the one that came before Empire. Yep. So which episode is that? I don't know. They weren't episodes. No, they weren't. So, and it's funny because I, you know, I had, it was I, it's I think the first movie I went to see I saw it in a uh, drive-in. Oh wow. Or yeah, drive-in, not drive-through. That would have been weird. Ooh, a uh, drive-through movie would be great. Eat. Just crash right in. <laughs> Drive right out the other side when you're done. It'd be great. <laughs> like the A team. When they <laughs> anyway. But uh yeah, and I think that was like in nineteen seventy eight. And yeah. I it's it was the first comic book that I remember even getting and I I read it on our way to Florida over and over and over again and sat there and drew pictures from it. Nice. And that's it really started kick kind of kicked off star wars kicked off my whole art life and design life yeah see you are a, a fantastic so we're both designers but we're di- yeah. much different kinds of designers you are are much more artistic than i am and i'm much more flow oriented yes so um which is why we do ux and you right know why ux is a, a great multidisciplinary uh practice it is so um but yeah, no, that's cool. I, I I have a couple of the like the original Star Wars comics yep. from Marvel. Um, you're right. The art, looking back on it, it's like oh man. And I thought that was good. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I was always so excited to like like see it come out. And, and they crammed so many letter like like word bubbles into a oh, thing. Right? It was like you barely saw like a corner of C three PO's head at the beginning. I'm like, ooh, this is bad. You kind of saw a hand. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, very, very good. So, um, my first one is the new Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So that was the new Teen, uh, so that was, uh, 42 to 44 in Tales of the Teen Titans, um, and include, concluded in the Teen Titans annual. Um, yep. and it was written and edited by the great Marv Wolfman with, uh, George Perez doing the artwork. Um, that combination is so good. Yeah. I have a signed, um, ultimate or whatever the absolute oh. uh crisis oh really with both, oh. of, with both of them george signed like all of it like yeah. every little piece like marvel and i was like yeah, if i have to sign it i will <laughs> something okay i mean but i didn't so the funny thing is i did not ask george perez to sign the whole thing he just oh, did yeah. he just pulled every, he, he pulled just, the whole yep. thing out and it was really nice um so the judas contract to me it was the the first time that we saw nightwing oh yeah Yep. And and so Robin was always my favorite character. Um, and part of the reason I, I liked Robin so much is because he did all the same stuff that Batman, Batman, Batman. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, with his bat beanie and, or bat uh, yarmulke. <laughs> um, no, that Batman could do. Uh, but he wasn't, no pun intended, batshit crazy. Um, and yeah. he has dark hair and blue eyes. And, you know, like I could do flippy things and stuff back when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, hey, I like Robin. I can yep. do some of that. Hey, I can kick. I do a round kick like that. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, 
I, I once vaulted over a bully, um, <laughs> but you know, so it was, uh, it, it was just one of those things where in 1984, I was seven. It was one of like the first, it was like, I was really into the teen Titans. Oh yeah. They were the kids and the sidekicks and, um, you know, Robin was their leader. So I was all about it. And then like he had quit yep. and he quit everything. And then he comes back and he saves the day. And, you know, he had the sweet Elvis, the flip up collar. Yeah. So I, I realized I just did that. And like, I, I just like flipped the collar. Yep. Up. But like, you know, um, speaking of a, a non-visual medium, Matt and I are wearing the same shirt. Yeah. So he has a hoodie version and I have the t-shirt version, but it's a design he made, which oh, you yes. can get at Teespring. Um, no, is it T-Public? T-Public. Sorry. No, that's okay. I'm thinking about getting a Teespring. If you just look up, Matt, no, just do, keep T-Public. I actually ordered like six more like different shirts from T Public. Oh, did you? I was like, yeah, like, they have some good shirts like, on there. What other Star Wars shirts are on here? Yep. I got a cool B wing, a cool A wing, a cool Y wing. Yep. I got one of the Ahsoka Trooper shirts, and I forget what the fifth one was. Um, but anywho, um, but yeah, so the like this was just one that really spoke to me, and it was you know 1984. I was I was of the age where I was really like starting to devour comics. Yep. And boom. And that was one of the smartest things DC did was with Teen Titans. Well, if you remember, Teen Titans and X-Men were the two best-selling books. Yep. So. Yep. Teenage angst. Yeah. Lots of comes teenage out angst. Crazy. Crazy superheroes. Uh, okay. My number two is Wolverine, which I know you absolutely love. <laughs> One through four. And just like you, I, I related to Wolverine. Small and hairy. Small and hairy. That's exactly. Actually, it was because he was so short. I'm like, this is cool. There's a short superhero. That's how I felt about Chris Jericho when he came out in wrestling. Oh, yeah. It's like, wait, he's six. Well, if he's six foot, I'll eat my hat. But, like, you know, he's six foot. I'm six foot. Like, I could have been a professional wrestler. (laughs) See, and I had claws that came out of my hands. I mean, who doesn't? Right. You know? But, yeah. And it was. uh, Written by uh, Chris Claremont and is, I think it was illustrated by Frank Miller. Yeah. And I'm, okay, looking back, here's another one that I, okay, this was before Frank Miller lost his mind and became <laughs> homeless Frank Miller. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him, but. He used all of his creative juices up in RoboCop 2. <laughs> yeah. And he hasn't After that, he, he yeah, has not he been has good not. ever since then, so. And, uh, yeah. And plus, I mean, you, you had Wolverine fighting pirates yeah, and. Right. So. And it was really the, the first time I had seen Wolverine in a comic book. Yeah. That I can remember, at least. And it, it was when I was old enough. Weren't those the days? Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Anyway. But yeah, and it was also the, the first time I had a uh, actual pull list from a comic book store. Because nice. it was on my way home from where I worked, which was... Was like, that Mavericks up in Dayton? No, it was actually... Um, it's called Dark Star 2. Oh, okay. And uh, it was... The owner of Darkstar 1 is his mom that ran it, and she always set aside a bunch of comics because I stopped there every day on my way back from the swimming pool where I worked. Okay. Very cool. Um, all right, my number two is uh, Craven's Last Hunt um, from The Amazing Spider-Man. Good call. And uh, Spectacular Spider-Man and Web of Spider-Man. Um, it was J.M. DeMathis, right? I think that's yeah. what you say uh, and Mike Zach, uh, who would not sign my badge at the um, 
Expo a few years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was um, oh, what, whatever the presenter's badge or whatever. Because Queen Safety Comics got me that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, oh no, I'm only signing it for fans. I'm like, um, what? I, it's like I just do the dude's marketing. I don't like you know like. So if you're a presenter, you're look not at a fan. all of this stuff I have. Yeah. So <laughs> you present? No. Yeah. No, you can. Well, I was fan. gonna buy this print from you but you can put that back when you're in the pile now um anyway uh no it was just i mean like again this is this was 87 so i'm 10 yep um you know i was was just about to turn 10 when it first started uh and it it was just like this whole new thing for spider-man it was like dark and like kind of scary and you know um the the one I think it was it part four or five where he's in the the grave and yep you know it's like what is gonna happen and I and like um I I remember like as I was like like as it was coming to an end it's like I'm like we have to go to the comic yes book today yep and um you know it it was we were we were not close and uh we were at Kroger okay and Kroger had the issue yep it's like. I was like, I don't have any money with me. Can you just buy it? Because like I paid for like you know my allowance and stuff is yeah. how I bought comics because they were only seventy five cents. Yep. Um, but I mean, it was just like it was so cool and like Craven is such an interesting villain, and you know obviously it's Peter Parker and watching like a desperate Peter Parker. Yep. Like I did not understand at the at, at the time what I was right. reading and why I loved it so much, but. You know, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was just so, so, so good. Um, and the fact that they crossed over is the first thing that kind of crossed over for me. Yep. Uh, across multiple titles, and and I ended up like really, really digging even deeper into Spider Man than other than liking him from the um, Spider Man and his amazing friends. It's oh like, yeah. It's like, wait, no, th- that's that's that is not Spider Man. Right. That th- this 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 is yep. Peter Parker. Um, and like, it's funny. Cause like, I always joke, it's like, I wanted to be like Peter Parker and Clark Kent. Right. Oh yeah. That's why I, why I yep. take pictures and I have a degree in journalism Yep. because it's like, that's who I liked. I mean, it, I love, I love their alter egos. Um, I think it's funny that, that it's, it's kind of, um, you know, so, so Demathis had pitched this to DC, um, where the Joker, killed batman yeah and they're like no this is too much like the killing joke but if you take and you turn it around with spider-man being hunted by a madman oh yeah it makes way more sense and then it set like straczynski then later on like with the totems and stuff really like took this story yep and like built out and i know that's a controversial thing to say i like that run oh Um, i love it yeah okay good we're yeah i love the run (laughs) yeah so and and um, I catch flack for this all the time. I actually like John Romita Jr. So, oh, I do too. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, uh, but yeah, no. So Craven's Last Hunt, man, so so good. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was a next? terrifying run too, and it had the best cliffhangers. Yes. Like it would end, right. and you're like, oh my gosh. Right. It's like I have to get. Yeah. There. Okay, number four, or no, number three, The Dark Knight Returns, which I know, you know, is uh, it's a classic. Yeah. And uh, that's another one where I look back and I'm like, man, the artwork. He, Frank Miller's artwork. I okay. I it drives me nuts because I, I like cleaner lines than yeah. that, and it always looks like somebody like 
was like just sketching on a, a napkin. And like, hey, you know what? There we go. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure he had tight deadlines and things like that. So but I like the art in the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. I did not like the art in any of the subsequent Dark Knight Returns no. versions. No. They were just talk about sloppy. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get you. I, I, I feel you there. But I did like the designs of it, like the way he designed Batman and, and the character, the way he took uh, Batman's character to being older and having to like rely on his, his brains a little more than he did before, mm-hmm. which he, you know, he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective and for a right. while there. He just became like, I don't know, like a nineties uh, or an eighties uh, action star. Yeah. He's Bruce Lee. Yeah. So, but, uh, yep. not that Bruce Lee wasn't smart. I mean, that dude was brilliant, right. but, um, my favorite part is when he's fighting the mutant leader Yeah, and the monologue that he's giving him. Like, you know, when he's like, you think, yeah, you, know, you think this is a fighting pit. No, yeah, this is a surgeon's table. And, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, it's yep. so awesome. Um, I remember the first time I learned about like the little like nerve cluster, right? Oh yeah. Shoulder, yep. And, uh, thinking about that. Yep. So I would always like in judo. So when I would pull you forward, yep. I would grab and dig my thumb in right yep. there to like so whatever like so if i grabbed with my right yep your left arm was useless yep um you know so and it's like thank you Ben. <laughs> so, <laughs> i use actually when i wrestled i would use my, my chin i'd put it there yeah and pull people with my chin yeah. and dig it in there because it would press their shoulder blades yep. back so yeah i got these pokey ass fingers i always have yep. so like it just like yeah it hurts nice uh so my next one is actually batman as well it's batman nightfall yeah um, and so, I mean, I think you're getting a theme here. You're seeing my favorite heroes being completely deconstructed yeah. and broken down and built back up. Um, I loved John Paul Valley. Yes. I, I love the yeah. entire arc of John Paul Valley. Right. Azriel, I have, um, I, I, do, I didn't get the, I don't have the newest McFarlane Azriel with the, um, the battle suit one yep. and all black. I, I'm going to get it eventually. Um, but I have almost every single Azrael action figure. I love I love the character. I love what John Paul Valley went to. I love what it did to Dick Grayson. Yes. Which again, being my favorite character in all of comics, um, like I hated John Paul Valley while I still love John Paul Valley because it's like, <laughs> why yeah. did I got to do Dick Grayson like that? Yeah. So only like if I'd only known what Dan Didio was going to do, Didio was going to do to uh, <laughs> Dick Grayson later in life, I would have, I would have been like, ah, oh, these are the good old days. Yeah. Um, but, but no, I mean, it, it, it was so great. Cause again, this is, is one of those things where, uh, you know, it, it's the very first time you get to see like this big, massive story arc. Yep that that was put together i mean there there had been events before in, in maxi series before right. but like this was like a batman spanning thing and yep. it affected everybody and tim drake had played such a cool part in it being relatively new to the robin role um it really made me forget all about jason todd and how much i hate yeah. jason todd um i still want my wine since back yeah so um but and then the artwork and 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 being introduced to Bane. Yes. I mean, yeah. Bane, Bane became this, this great villain. Right. That has since like, uh, you know, and I hate to, to give her credit for this, but like Gail Simone's Bane in the secret six. Yes. Is the second best Bane yep. ever written yeah. after nightfall. Right. So, well, it, that I like that one because it built the world 
of Gotham. Oh, yes. it, Gotham felt like a, a place. A, yeah, a place. And it, it a scary place, too. Scarier and, than, like, you know, just normal Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't like a New York, you know, plus. It was yeah. it was terrifying. I thought the other interesting thing, too, is you were always waiting for the other shoe to drop of yes. when the Joker was going to show right. up. And the fact that, like, he, ne- he never really did. Yeah. That ba- they let Bane. Right. Be that bad guy all the way yeah. through and, and everything. And, and the way they made him big, scary, and very smart. Yep. That was amazing. I loved Bane in the Batman the Animated Series, by the way, when it was oh, actor yeah. Alonso yes. as the voice. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. classic. That whole thing was great. So much better than, I was born in the last year, but the doctor why do they give that guy a mask in every movie he's in? Um, because he can only act with his eyes and grunts. Yeah, I mean he's a great actor. Actually, but he... have you ever seen uh, Love and War? Or this is this means war. No, I have this not. This means war with him and Chris Pine. No, dude, go home tonight. I don't know where it's streaming, but like, that's your Valentine's Day movie. Okay. So for 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 you and you and wifey poo. I was gonna say Bronson, but Bronson's really good too. I love so, that movie. But uh, no, I'm just saying like like. This is one where he's funny. He acts yeah. like, you know, he speaks in his normal voice. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever heard it. Uh, I do love <laughs> him in Warrior, though. But again, oh, yeah. he just grunts and makes mean faces. Yeah. So. He's just a, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, number four, The Killing Joke. Nice. Alan Moore. Yeah. That, I, Alan Moore is one of my favorite writers when he's on, you know, when he's not losing his mind, too. <laughs> when he's not on the sauce. Man, yeah. I don't know what happens to these people. And uh, Maybe it'll happen to me one day too. I'll lose my mind. And I not tell you what right. it is: they're geniuses. They're genius creators, and and they 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 put so much into what they do, and they feel like they have to top it. Oh yeah, I could see that. I guess you know. I think I think that's part of it. And so they're like, well, "What big crazy thing that can we do?" And then it just turns into like um, what Avengers Endgame was—just a giant spot fest. Yeah. Like, yeah, the story suffers because they're yep. like, "What crazy thing?" Yeah, do? see, I think I'll be safe then because I'm not much of a genius, so I'll just write I eh, I okay disagree. stuff anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, and then yeah, the Killing Joke. I, I loved it because you had uh, the the Joker was terrifying, mm. and and when the way he and 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 the point of it was is pretty interesting when you you know one bad day could pretty much. Yeah, you know, rip anybody apart and turn them into him. Which, the best you know, part is they never called us his name. No, and we don't even know if that's really true. Right, that's the beauty of and, it. And yeah, and that that was the other thing I loved. And the artwork was just fantastic. the The color in it was so good, and that was really the that and when one that's coming up later on, I think in my list. I don't know if I have it in there. Yeah, I do. Uh, it was when they were starting to get you know nice paper. For comics and and the printing was really, you know, higher quality. Yeah, you got those nice black lines. Yeah. So, the stroke around. Yeah. Um, I loved how too with Batman we st- that was where we st- start started getting those like shoulder horns. Yep. You know, in the cape. Yeah. Um, was really cool, and I I thought the way they drew, drew the Joker was great. The scene when he first takes the red hood mask off or the, yeah. the panel and he has his hands like um, you know, like who doesn't like style their hair and do that yeah, exactly so, i mean <laughs> i may or may not have done it this morning so i hear you um all right so my next one is uh 
the trade Green Lantern, A New Dawn. Um, it was Ron Mars and Daryl Banks, and it was the introduction of Kyle Rayner. What? Oh, yeah, you're right. And uh, Kyle Rayner yeah. is my favorite Green Lantern. Yep. Um, so I, I, I like to, I like to, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, just based on their traits, t- that's like so, so Hal is the Republican Green Lantern. Yeah. Guy is the angry Green Lantern. Yeah. John is the soldier Green Lantern, mm-hmm. you know, and the black Green Lantern, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. And then Kyle is the artist. Yep. And and then like when you when you put the four of those guys together, they're this amazing team. But like that was we wouldn't learn that for for years right. and years. Um, but I'll never forget. I was uh, getting ready to take a trip, and um, I was at Barnes and Noble, Borders, one of the bookstores, and I was looking for something. And uh, I hadn't been getting Green Lantern as regularly, and you know I I had kind of stopped when when Parallax like. Right yeah. before Parallax became a thing. Yep. Um, and so I picked up the trade because we were taking a flight and I wanted something to read. And, you know, I, I think I read it like four times on the flight. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And like it was the trade. So there were right. there were new books out. So I was able to go back and pick up catch up with like Zero Hour and yep. Emerald Twilight and everything. And then like just falling in love with Kyle. Um I, I thought was awesome. And, and so, you know, one of the things is, is Kyle has like just a horrible, horrible origin story. <laughs> yeah, he does. Right. Yeah. He, he, he's a half Latino kid who, yep. who doesn't know his dad. Like he, he just thinks his dad's a deadbeat. His dad turns out to be much more than that. Right. Um, you know, but he, he's kind of just a guy who's doing just kind of floating through life. Not sure what to do. He's got this great girlfriend. Um, and this and Ganthet finds him. Yep. Um, and and actually, this is like kind of the first time we learn one of the names of a guardian. Right. Um, and he gives him the ring, and then, yeah, dies. You yeah. know, um, and, and doesn't give him any instructions. Like you know, just tells him he's <laughs> the torchbearer. And and Kyle's like, in his yeah. nine inch nails t shirt. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, uh, he's like, I must be really drunk. Um, but yeah, but then it cost him his girlfriend, Alexandra, yep. Dimit, who was a great character for like what little bit we got of her and we get her coming back here and there. Um, but like this sparked the whole women in fridges thing. Um, oh yeah. And yeah, the, uh, the version I have, the door is open. Oh, it is. So you see her stuffed in there. Oh wow. So, and I yep. also have the floppy issue yep. as well. Cause I went back and I was like this, like, you know, um, but you know, watching watching him against Major Force, yeah, was uh, was really something like crazy because you never saw how lose no. it like that. You never really saw Guy lose it like that. No, you know, and that's the thing. They were never they never had much personality to them. No, really. I mean, they were just you know, and and it's why I didn't. I used to think Green Lantern was so dumb. Oh, dude! No. Until that, until that run, yeah. and that's when I was like, oh wow. So. Uh, but yeah, no. So Green Lantern: New Dawn. It was '94. I mean, it was that's when it came out. I think yeah. I read it in '96. But yeah, it was uh, it was really really cool. And and it, it, it also kind of kind of kept me because I was starting to kind of be like, you know, girls. Yeah, girls. Um, I, I need to spend my money on dates. And no, I didn't. I I I've realized no, I can still spend my my money on 
on cache on uh, comics. So. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? All right, uh, mine is Uncanny X Men, and it's a spe- uh, specific issue is two fifty one, mm-hmm. and it's my memory. I remember going to the comic book store, and they had set it aside, and she's like, "You better get this now because they're making us pull them off the shelf." I'm like, "Really?" And I'm so. She hands it to me, and it's it's uh, Wolverine on a big X. He's crucified on it. Oh, and uh, the whole thing is his. The whole issue is him hallucinating. Oh, the fever dream. Yeah, and I absolutely love that for some <laughs> reason, and I love the artwork and the way they drew it. It was it, to me, it was, it was a fascinating like story. That was the first time I noticed. You know, I really like the story even more than I like the art. Yeah, you know. And uh, it, that just blew my mind that they could fit all that into one issue. Yeah. I, so, like, if I remember, that one always kind of reminded me of, like, some of the New Mutant stuff that yeah. had come before that with uh, the early days. But, but yeah, no, that's cool. That's a good one. So, I don't think – did I put any individual issues? I don't think I did. Um, as, as Mark Sil- Silvestri's art, so. Oh, yeah. Is he's still amazing. great. He's still great. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I did not Claremont. put a single, single issue. Oh, really? No. Um, all right. So are you good? Yep. Okay. So my next one is Rising Stars from 1999 to 2005. J. Michael Straczynski's uh, Top Cow. Just oh, yeah. Like, um, so actually, I, I just gave it to the kid to read. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so because she's been just piling through um and and so but yeah no this was uh so this was joe's comics in print by top cow so yep. this was Straczynski doing his own thing um you know it, it is not a series without its issues no nope, pun intended <laughs> i did not mean to say nice. that um you know it that it, it, it goes out with with quite the whimper <laughs> yeah um but i i will say uh the first two trade paperbacks are some of the best storytelling in comics. In my opinion, Um, it's about the specials. They're 113 kids. You know, I I just, I love that. Like I love the world with no superheroes. That's suddenly superheroes and to see how they react. Um, I love poet. Oh yeah. I love that poet was the focal character too, because they very easily could have gone with like Matthew Bright or with uh, Raven Shadow as yep. the main characters. Um, you know, this is the one where they have Flag, who later becomes Patriot. Yeah, like the like the one they that you perceive is the best. And like, I feel like he was the prototype for Homelander. Yes. So I, you're exactly ways, right. Um, like Homelander is just uh, Jason taken to like yeah. 11 and then like losing all of the the positive things that his dad instilled in him yeah um <laughs> he's homelander is is jason miller patriot from raising rising stars yep. without his dad yeah yeah plain and simple um the whole critical mass storyline yeah like that like the the way they get into like dual personalities and the yeah. fact that the way these kids felt about themselves growing up is how their powers developed yes. and everything. Um, there's no throwaway lines. Everything means something and it circles back. Yes. So it's really brilliant writing. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's very, like, I never watched Babylon 5. I don't think I have either. So apparently it's on Amazon now. So, uh, 
but I I just I just loved I loved it. It was it's so great. I I've, I've read it, you know, probably forty times. Oh, that's cool. I might so, check that out. And, I, I, uh, I haven't read that in a long time. So this one was after. Um, so in college, I I stopped collecting. Okay. Because beer. Um, <laughs> and See, I didn't drink till I was thirty. So. And so this was one of the first, like, books that I came back to, like that I hunted down and like you know to have the whole collection and yep. so i have all the floppies i have all the trains i have it digitally oh, wow. you know it's yeah. like one of those um for the longest time whenever i flew i just would bring all three trades in my backpack and oh, okay that's what i brought yeah. on the plane every time i flew um, partly because of superstition and just partly because i really love reading <laughs> it so anyway what do you got next uh next i have spawn the the first one like the beginnings of the series when todd first started it because that was the first time really color popped on a page. Yes. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. When when you see – that's when I realized, okay, if somebody does their own artwork and their own writing and they're passionate about it, it can look – it can take it to another level. You were like, if Todd McFarlane can do it, so can I. If that dork – no, I'm just kidding. I like Todd McFarlane. So. Yeah, I, you know, I do too, obviously, yeah. with all the McFarlane toys. I, I love it, watching interviews with him. Oh, he's great. And, you know, yeah. He's a fan Yes. Right. And my favorite thing about Todd McFarlane is the stand he took about Spidey. Yes. He, he which is also ironic because I'm not going to draw Spider-Man killing. Yeah. I'm going to make the bloodiest comic that ever existed. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to tear people apart. Yeah. So, but they are not going to uh, die. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I get it there. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, all right. So my next one is Powers. Who killed Retro Girl? Yeah, the first one. Yep. So I think I have the first like eleven trades. Um, man, I'm. Oh man, that takes but, me back. But who killed Retro Girl was this? Great, yes, because it, it's a world where like there's powers, there people have powers, and they're kind of like left to their own devices. Yep. Like, to battle and and do whatever, but then there's also police who deal specifically with the powers. Yep. Um. And, you know, uh, Retro Girl is, like, the, you know, the the big, like, sexy hero that yeah. everybody loves. She's the, that all-American girl, and and she shows up dead. <clears throat> and we meet Christian Walker, who we learn was yep. a hero, and, and he gets a new new uh, partner. And she's trying to figure out if he still has powers or not. And, like, <laughs> yeah. When she cheap shots him. Yes. <clears throat> but, um... So this was great, and and this was my first introduction to um, uh, Michael Oims. Oh yeah, uh, artwork, which yep. I love. Um, very much like uh, Phil Hester. Yes, just uh, yep. a little more raw. Yep. Um, but I really love it. I thought it was perfect for the stories and the books. Um, and again, like it was kind of like it's kind of different. It wasn't just like it wasn't gratuitously violent, but it wasn't like super safe either. Right. Right. And, and, you know, it was like, like in contrast to Nightfall, like we were never going to see like blood and guts. Like right. Bane was never going to rip Batman's leg off. Right. Whereas here, you know, you've got the, the guy, he tries yep. to teleport away and she grabs him and is left holding his right. hand and, you know. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And there's a thing like that, that you think, oh my gosh, I never even thought about that happening. Right. That's terrifying. Yep. So, yep. and so like, kind of like Rising Stars, like this one was, was done getting me back in so like 
I didn't get it when it first came out, but I, yeah, you know, I, I got the trade and, and everything. So, yeah. All right. My next one is Hush, Batman Hush. Oh, that is a perfect book. Yeah, it, it really perfect. is. That is my favorite Batman. The art, the story, the mystery, the way, I mean, mm-hmm. it is. And I just read it last year. For the first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I was trying to stay away from, you know, any big stories because, you know, I was writing yeah. and I didn't want to, you know, in any way feel like I was ripping anybody off. <laughs> and that was so good. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, the whole twist of it, it was good. The uh, just and, – and I, I wish I would have read it when it first came out when I got it uh, and get it, uh, like, book by book. Mm-hmm. So that you could wait for it, because I, I love that anticipation. Yeah, yeah, that so. was uh, that was one I got in trades as well. Yep, and so. Jim Lee's art. I love Jim Lee's art. I think that is the best art Jim Lee's ever drawn. Yes. So. Yep. Plus, we got all the cool like figures. Yes. Off of those. Yep. Off of that art, very cool. Um, and it brought back um the mechanic. What was his name? Oh. I, I always call him Norman, but I know that's no uh. Oh man, now you got that in my head and I can't think of anything else. Harold. Harold. Norman Harold. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Harry Osborne. But well, and Harold came back and he could talk. And yes. It was crazy. Yeah. It's like, what happened? Yep. So and, and and we learned quickly. Yeah, that was good. Um all right, so my next one is uh, this is the one that actually got me to go back to a comic book store for the first time in 2001 um, after graduating and moving back from New York. Yeah. Because um, I had a comic book store in New York, but it was like, it was a pain in the ass because it was on the fourth floor of a building and you had to be buzzed in. Like, it was oh, like, like, I got referred to it. It was by invitation. Like, it, was, it wasn't like Midtown or anything. It was like, you know, so. You sure it was a comic book store? It was. And, uh, it, a secret it was password, fine, but yeah, so. Uh, anyway, it, it was it was interesting, and it was I think it was more of like a private collection that the guy sold because oh, okay. I yeah. was able to buy yeah. like back issues and things yep. like that. Anyway, so I'd moved back to Cincinnati. I'd only been back for a few months, um, and uh, Kevin Smith was announced. He was going to start writing Green Arrow. Oh yeah. And so Green Arrow Quiver, the first two yeah. issues, um, it, it's like I love everything about it. It's Phil yeah. Hester's artwork. Um, oh, it is. It is. Uh, it's just. It's so cool. I love Green Arrow. I always yeah. have. Um, even though he's kind of like a bargain basement Batman, um, they brought back. They bring Oliver back from the dead. Yeah, and he's like prior to Longbow Hunters. Yeah, so he's this, still this really idealistic ish. Yep. You know, talking about the fat corporate fat cats, you know. <laughs> yep. Um there's a there's a scene where it's it's Arrow and Batman and uh he talks about the Arrow plane or car or something. Yep. And and Batman looks at him and he goes, "Good god, man, have you ever had an original idea?" And it's like <laughs> it's the most Kevin Smith line ever yes. and it was perfect. Um but the whole like mystery of it and finding Ollie's soul and, and all of that, it was just a really cool story. Yeah. Um we got Roy back. Yeah. Um, which which we hadn't seen Arsenal for for a minute. Right. In the, in the books, um, you know, we 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 met Mia, who later became Speedy. Yeah. You know, or the second Speedy. Um, and yeah, it was just it was it was just really 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 good. 
watching Arrow come back and interact with his uh, his past. Oh yeah, yep. And and, and there was an issue with Etrigan. So yep. Never going to complain about seeing the demon Etrigan. Right. So. Yeah, that was that was some of the best Arrow that mm-hmm. there is. Because oh, yeah. outside of that, Arrow was another one of those. It's like, so. and he's kind of a useless uh, character. So, well, it was really nice point. too how he how that version of him tied into the White Lantern story. That yes, on too, which yep. was great. Yep. Um, but I love the idea of the husk, you know, yep. the soul. And uh, then he had a villain named Onomatopoeia. <laughs> yeah, which was great because uh, I think he shot Roy in the head, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and he when he shoots him, he just goes bang. Yeah. As he shoots the gun. Yep. It was great. Because anyway, that, if you don't know, that's when an automatic. Yeah. It's like if I, if I hit my hand, I say slap. <laughs> Whap. Whap. Or if I punch Matt in the face, I say biff. Bang. Bang. Pow. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, not that I ever punched Matt in the face because he'd destroy me. Anywho. All right. What do you got next? Uh, Samurai, the uh, Heart of the Prophet. I don't know this one. This is, I don't even remember where I got it. It, I, it's a pretty thick book, and I almost brought it because it's so crazy. Yeah, it, it it takes a lot of like the samurai stories and kind of melds them together. Like it. Okay. There's a the the this guy that went uh, looking for treasure in a tomb, and uh, a rock slide un- uncovers it. So he goes down there, but and he gets the treasure, but he can't leave the cave. Okay. And the only way he can leave the cave is if somebody, like, there's this ancient puzzle that has to be, uh, you know, a coin is pulled off of this puzzle, mm-hmm. you know. And this samurai runs into this little girl who actually fixes the puzzle. And then these people find out and they have to hunt down this girl. And this samurai protects this girl, kind of a lone wolf and cub kind of thing. Yeah. And it gets it gets insane. And this guy's, like, he's lived for, like, I can't remember. It's, like... 40 years in this cave and he's, he's immortal. Yeah. As long as he stays there. Ah, so and he's like the, uh, the Templar from yes. last, uh, last crusade. Yeah. He's like Jones. an evil Templar. Nice. You and chose poorly. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, it, it, it's a, it's a crazy story and it, it's really good. And I, I want to get some more of the issues. Oh, I, cool. I only have the first book. Okay. And I, I want to go back and, and get some more of these. But, yeah, like I said, I don't even remember where I got it or when I got it. I just have read it several times. I'm like, this is a great storytelling. You should check Queen City Comics, see if they have it. Yep. So, cool. That's awesome, man. I love I love finding about, like, new books like that. Yeah. That, that, like, are new to me at least. Oh, yeah. I have a bunch of them that even that I haven't even read yet that are just strange books I'd never seen. But I'm like, yeah, I want to check it out. So I'll buy it and then I'll put it up and i haven't read it yet yeah very cool all right my uh my next one is uh no surprise to anybody nightwing oh yeah but the entirety of chuck dixon's run so from 96 to yep. like 05 or whatever it was um i mean that brought us through like all the blood ha- blood haven stuff yep. uh the last laugh um you know that's uh, terrifying right uh, no man's land cataclysm all yep. that stuff so i mean like t- chuck dixon's run at no one ever understood Nightwing and Tim Drake like Chuck Dixon. Right. And actually no one ever understood Batman like Chuck Dixon because they had the issue. I think it might have been in Nightwing like 100 or something like that where him and Bruce actually fought. Yeah. 
and you know Nightwing got the better of him. Yeah. Of course, it was his own book, so right. Um, he better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, we, we got the Robin Year One right out of that. Um, later on, we got Nightwing Year One. Yep. Um, which was kind of weird because we got to see him become Nightwing in, in Teen Titans, right, and everything. Um, we got the retcon of where he got the name from. That yeah. Came from Superman, yep. and that's where we got Nightwing and Flamehawk of uh, Flamebird. Flamebird. Is that right? Is it Flamebird or Flamehawk? I don't know. But um, but Nightwing got his own really cool rogues gallery. Yeah. He had Dudley Soames, who became Torque. Right. Uh, who is a crazy-ass yes. villain. Blockbuster. Yeah. Um, Lady Vic. Stallion. Like, you know, uh, then the whole thing with Tarantula. And, like, they actually, like, you know, even after, like, Chuck left the book and some other people came on, like, they did some really interesting things with that version of Nightwing. Yep. Like, they did him getting raped by tarantula right like, you know and yeah it's like the the girl rape you know it was yeah. really it was really like and i'm not making light of it at all it was just no it was it was crazy uh strange um there was the part where the the um the jla disappeared and he yeah. became the leader of the jla for right. a while because like they went away and batman was like yeah no we got this guy right. i know i know a guy who can i know a guy job. he's got plenty of experience he he led a team of heroes for years and years and yeah. years so um, but yeah, and just like the, the way the, um, the relationship between Dick and Tim grew in that book was, was really, really good. Right. Um, because it was, it was antithetical to Dick's relationship with Jason. Cause when Jason tracked Dick down, right. It was very much a GTFO dude. I don't yeah. want anything to do with you. Uh, I can't believe he replaced me to, Hey, little brother. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, that that was the first time he really became his own, yeah, character yeah. and had his own world where he wasn't just Batman light. Yeah, I mean, he ended up in Bloodhaven. Um, yeah, he had some really great. There were some really great artists. You know, Scott McDaniel started and like Scott McDaniel's style is not for everybody. Right. Uh, it works for someone who's flippy like yeah. Dick is. Um, I really liked when Greg Land was on there for a while. Um, and we we got to meet Amy uh, Robichaud. Yep. Uh, when he became a cop, um, it was the whole search for or- a hunt for Oracle storyline yep. was was really really good. Um, you know, Black Mask was was kind of in the periphery yep. there, um, but yeah, it was it was just it was really really good. Um, later on, Phil Hester actually drew it yep. for a little bit, which was really really cool. He's really good. Um, but yeah, I mean the whole like I, like I I really enjoyed the whole like the whole run of that. Um, but you know the the Dixon stuff that first hundred and twenty issues. Yep. You know what is that? The first like seven years of the book. Was, yeah. Was really. It was cool. a solid run. Yeah. And he was doing that and Robin at the same time. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, and I realized I skipped past one of mine. Oh no. Vader, uh, Darth Vader by Charles Soule. Have you seen that? <laughs> that is, I love Charles Soule's writings. Yes. He's, Although I, there's no way of buying the High Republic. Oh, I, I've I've already read the High Republic stuff. It's okay. I mean, it's 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 different. It's very. Um, is it is it different? It's it's very different. It's not just retconny bullshit. Some of it is because that's all. Like everything I've read about it, just seems like retconny bullshit. It, it's. Some of it's kind of fluffy. I don't know how to put it. I had it on my wish list yeah. on, on Audible. I was gonna I almost pre ordered it. 
I think the characters are great. Yeah. It's I what just... they do with them that I'm not real like the the villains, the that Nile. The trees? The tree actually the, the trees, are, trees? Are, are better than I thought they'd be. That's a little weird to the me. The Borg the Borg trees? The Borg trees. Yeah. The Sith trees. And But uh, there had been Sith for like ten thousand years. Right. But they were those trees. It yeah. yeah it's because I, I of think statues. just heard my eye roll. Anyway. So, so Charles stole Batman. Or, oh yeah, uh, Batman. Uh, Charles stole Darth Vader. Yeah, I, and and I really I I like what he did with him to build kind of uh, that in between mm-hmm. in his relationship with the uh, the Emperor. Yeah, how there was that tension between them. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, they, you don't really see it a whole lot in Empire. I mean, you see it a wow. little bit in Empire, but a little. Uh, it it kind of fills in that, you know, he's he's definitely a uh, a, a puppet. To the you know, and he's he's definitely all constantly tested and abused by the the emperor. Since Marvel got Star Wars back, yeah, Darth Vader has been the most consistently great book. Yeah, no matter who's written it. Yeah, that and Lando. That Lando book was really that's good. That's Charles too, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I like it's great. Like getting the um, the whole. Because Charles still wrote the the like fresh off the table, yeah, right. So all the way, yeah. The, the whole thing where uh, he goes to find that Jedi on the mountain, yes, and that Jedi throws Vader off the mountain, yeah, and and watching Anakin because he's still yep. Anakin at yep. that point. He's not like I mean he's Vader in quotes, right? But like when he fixes himself and he like force pulls that his leg, yeah, like the the robot leg back into like yep. place that was crazy. Um, but no, yeah, I, I and so. crazy force hallucinations yeah. at the end there. Yeah. Oh, where that that I love that stuff. In the art, yeah, the art's great. The art is amazing. They they have yeah. not, they have, they they have they have uh, spared no expense for the Darth Vader right. books, and, yeah. and and they've only added to the the mythology of the character, right? And like it like uh, brought us Doctor Afra and things yep. like that, so. Pretty cool. Which is a great. I like her as a character too. Yes, she's very yeah. interesting. I'm, I was sad when they canceled her book. Um, yeah, that's... but now it's back. I don't like the new. No volume quite as much. Yeah, but um, but yeah. All right, my next one is Invincible. Oh yeah, the entire oh, of run. Yeah. Um, I love this. You introduced series. me to that. Did I? By the way, yeah, oh, well, I had never read it before. Yeah, I introduced Daryl to it too. He's been reading it. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, I I came really late to Invincible, uh, and it, it's one of those things where I was poking around on the Comicsology app one day, and the first ten trades maybe were like four bucks each, five yeah. bucks each. So I bought well, I bought the first one and I read it all the way through, and I was like, <laughs> fuck it, and I bought the rest of them, and. Uh, I, I got to the point where I was like just like getting the trades right and then uh, I think around uh, I got to the end of the trade and it was like I had caught up right okay and yeah so I finished the trade and the new issue was coming out that week so I just started buying it yeah individual issues and I think that was around issue 91 yeah and then I was like just single issues from 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 then on but yeah it was I, I, I just love everything about it I can't wait for the cartoon. Oh, I, yeah, me either. Uh, I, I, uh, all the previews I've seen are really great. I love uh, Steve Yun. Yep. As, um, as his voice. Yes. I think it's a perfect voice yep. for Mark. So, um, and I love how it's like 
it's a good mix of like Otley and, and Cory Walker styles right. um, for the animation. Yep. Um, it's definitely leans more Otley than yeah. Cory Walker. I love but, Otley's. Um, Otley is, is amazing. He's, he's one of my favorite artists. So he does so well with expressions mm-hmm. and people's faces. I love that. And the viscera. Yes. Right. Like when he punched through conquest. Yes. Uh, that was great. And then the, the, the four frame panel of him, uh, headbutting yeah uh conquest to death <laughs> yep yeah was yeah was insane well what we thought was to death right um but then you fast forward to the time he actually killed conquest spoilers um and he choked him to death yeah and and just like the way the way otley was able to draw the skin folding over yes. Mark's fingers as he's squeezing down yeah. and like it's like it, it's gratuitous to think about right um, but it, it is so awesome. It, yeah. So. I, yeah. So everything about that is probably, yeah. And it's the most consistent I've ever seen any comic book. Uh, I like lots of people like to say walking dead is, is a great comic. Um, walking dead was fine. It, it, it had its peaks and valleys. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Kirkman. Kirkman. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he's not known specifically for infamous, infamous for, <laughs> for invincible, yeah, is uh is a is a true shame. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because so. I think well, Walking Dead, I, I it just it becomes the same story over and over again. He after did a while. his best with it, but right, like, and when it ended, it had to end. And I yeah, yeah, it ended. I yeah. thought it ended great. So, and he did a lot more than I thought he could ever do with yeah. that storyline. And I like how they just ended. it. Yes. Too. They're like, yeah. yeah, by the way, this, yeah. this next week this is the, the last, last one. <laughs> next month is the last one. So see you guys right. later. What's next? Okay. I think this is my last one. Yeah. G.I. Joe, a real American hero. So the current? No, the old. The old. The, okay. the original. I, okay. That was around the time when the, you know, of course you had all the toys and everything. And I absolutely loved those comic books. I, that was, that was probably the, the, the first comic book I collected every single one, no matter what. And and then you get they had their like you know, special missions yeah. and special forces stuff. And I loved the the idea of that. And it it was very inspiring to like what I work on today. Yeah. You know? And it, it actually that makes a lot of sense now after looking at some of the stuff you did. Yeah. And there was one like that was just uh a dog fight through the whole issue. And I, I'm like, this is brilliant. I remember being a little kid, and my parents uh, owned the Tinderbox <laughs> at the Dayton Mall. So I was there all day. So yeah. I'd go to Walden's Books nice. and just sit in there and read the comics <laughs> on the floor. And they never, and they were so nice. They yeah. never said Well, they knew who you me. were because yeah. parents So, and that one, I remember I bought that, and I just read it over and over and over again. So, so it's funny that you talk about how that affects your drawing style. Because one of the Nerd In Studio things he did more read to my face. Yeah. Angel says, that doesn't look like you. It looks like G.I. Joe. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I thought it looked like me. You've got all my wrinkles and crow's feet. And <laughs> I feel really old after looking at it. But, you know, thanks. Oh, I didn't mean that at all. I know. I'm kidding. But, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I was a huge fan of those. Yeah. Yeah. I've never. I'm not a huge G.I. Joe fan. Yeah. I never really have been. I mean, it's okay. The movies are terrible, but uh the live action movies? Yes. Um the one the movie with Sorpentor, I always yes. really liked. I love um, the animated series. I and 
the like the cartoon I watched mainly because like it's like well you can watch like TV for like a half hour after school. yeah that's just what happened to be on until Batman the animated series yep. came about but yeah all right so my last one is uh, Vader Down oh yeah and so that was written by Jason Aaron and Kieran Gillian yep. um, and it was Mike uh, Diodato and Salvador La Roca as yep. the artist um, this is my favorite star wars comic storyline of maybe ever yeah I and i've see been that. collecting star wars comics for yep. for quite a while um i the the what sold me because i was like really vader vader down like you know yeah like he's sent on a wild goose chase to find luke and he he flies into the system where there are like 10 squadrons and yeah. X-Wings just doing maneuvers, just out there practicing, yep. like, you know, keeping sharp. And he flies in and, uh, you know, he sees it. And like, you know, most people would just be like, oh, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And, and he, he he attacks. Yeah. And I, I love the X-Wing pilot, just random X-Wing red shirt, you know. Yep. Um, who is this guy? Why is he attacking us? Is he is is he suicidal? <laughs> And you you get to see, An- I, I always refer to him as Anakin in these moments, right? Yes. You see Anakin flying the tie, you know the tie prototype, whatever. Um, yeah. I, what is the name of this tie fighter? It just totally flew out of my head. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. Anyway, he's flying the 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 tie, but like he's not holding the control. Right. He's flying it with the force. Right. And at the same time, like, as laser bolts and missiles are flying at them, he's redirecting those with the force. Right. And then he does the little Annie spin yeah. from, you know, uh, episode one, which yep. he does, like, again in episode three. And, like, these these just rebels are, like, completely yeah. caught off guard. And it takes Luke. Yeah, because Luke is like, oh shoot, this is that, this is that. Guy. Yeah, this is the guy that. Sh- this <laughs> yeah. is the guy he killed Ben. Yep, and because um, this is all happening right after the the Death Star blew up, and uh, Luke just rams him. Yeah, with his X wing, and they both crash on yeah. the planet. And it was like, it's amazing because then you have Vader trying to hunt down Luke on the planet, right? And just through a sea of rebels, right? And you get Afra. And you get BT and Triple Zero. Yep. And um, it is just it is the it is just the best story, and and I, I love it so much. It looks great. Um, you know, it, this is one where ha- I have all of those I- issues, right? Like, digitally. Yeah. But I still bought the trade paperback, yep, so same I here. don't have to go back and forth yep. between like. Or I guess let me rephrase that. I bought the trade, not the trade paperback. The, yep. I bought the collection, so I could just read it all at once instead of having to flip back and forth between. Uh, Vader down in Star Wars, so and Nicholas Cage is in there. Oh yeah, that <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it. I'm looking at it, I'm like, what? That Nicholas Cage is a rebel in this. Yeah, well, you know, but um, yeah, and seeing Afro meet Han Solo. Yep. Like it's like you guys are like the same person. Exactly. So, yep. But uh, yeah, so that that's my last one, dude. Thank you so yeah. much. This hey, no problem. This is great. I love sitting around talking about comic books. Yep, same especially here. Especially like old comic books that I love. And, you know, um, you know, and, and I do think like all of these like kind of affect how I look at storytelling and, like, yep. you know, how I how I want to be story told to. Right. Um, and, you know, just kind of 
don't know. I, I just feel like I've always gravitated to some of these characters and, and things like that. And, right. You know, uh, like Kyle Rayner is, is a, to me, like a very special character, even though I grew up with Hal Jordan with right. Super Friends and stuff. And um, before Kyle came along, I was always kind of a Guy Gardner yeah. fan. Yep. Um, you know, and because and the whole multiverse thing. Yeah. And, like he was the one who got the ring the first time. Right. And then. You know, I always liked John. I really liked how they used John in that book, in that series yep. too, where he was like psychosomatic paralyzed. Yeah, and the ring yeah. was keeping him paralyzed. Yes, it was really interesting. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, no, thank you for for joining. Thank oh, you no for problem. you know talking about Gina. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find your stuff? Uh, you can find it at uh, the underscore Matt Tastic on uh, Instagram and. Uh, Rebel Studio Art on Instagram. Cool. You guys should definitely check it out. Well, how's the book coming, by the way? Good. Because uh, last time you came in, you had just deleted the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing got wiped out. And so now I am through rewrites of the, the first main you know, uh, book. And I've started on the second one. Awesome. And I've started art on the, fir- uh, the first one. Cool. Um, I'm about halfway through. And I'm also working on another project for, uh, oh, my brain just. Oh, for Geek Anything? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that, that's that been fun. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, when you get your Kickstarter going, yep. you can come back and we'll talk about all that. And I've never done one of those, so I'm going to need help. I know a guy. Good. So, uh, but yeah. And then we can start on my comic idea. Absolutely. So that I need you to draw. Only you okay. can draw it. So. I'll do it. Anyway. And then we'll, we'll make like uh, Keanu Reeves money and sell 600,000 copies. All right. So did you see that? Yes. So, but, well, like, I know everybody hates Ethan Van Skyver, but like his last one made like over like a million yeah. copies. Yeah, he's good at it. Yeah. So, you know, like, honestly, like, DC's getting rid of comics. Yeah. I mean, they are like, you know, yep. DC, like, you know, um, you know, it, Hey, if someone who's a really great storyteller could license the flash and Nightwing yep. and, and some of those guys and write really cool stories, uh, not only will I buy your stuff, but like, I'll actually get back on Twitter and help promote it. So, right. I, mean, I won't get on Twitter. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. use buffer to tweet, but <laughs> I'm not going to actually tw- be on that cesspool. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. Cool. That's awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you. Uh, like, this is great. It's always fun. Yeah. So, and we haven't caught up in a minute anyway. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. So uh, we will see you guys next week. Daryl will be back. Actually, we're going to do something midweek. So um, when he gets back from his uh, hypocrisy trip, um, <laughs> and, and that'll make more sense later in the week. But yeah. All right. Thanks. Talk thank to you guys you. later. Bye. Bye. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com 
follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Infamous Podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.